listening to The Three Kitchens, a member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grounds community supported. Join your hosts, Heather Dyer, Sarah Somer Sundrum, and Aaron Walker. Hey, mamas, what's cooking today? With Pod Power, our sponsors are making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Alberta podcasters. This episode, Edmonton Community Foundation is helping us give a Pod Power shout out to Is This For Real? is a podcast about various facets of Black life in Edmonton. In the first season of the show, Breaking the Blue Wall host Omar Salafu explores anti Black racism and policing and tells stories about policing in schools, accountability in Alberta's policing system, and the impacts of police violence on Black Edmontonians. You can listen to the podcast and read more about each episode at isthisforreal.ca. You can also support the work of these podcasters and future seasons on Patreon. Welcome to Three Kitchens. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Good. Good. Erin, we were just saying, we're so anxious to hear how your ramen went. You made a special birthday dinner for your son, and we were all about that ramen. Ramen from scratch. Yeah. It was so good. I had so much fun. And I did not by any means do this on my own. I had a lot of hand-holding from Sarah, (laughs) who was... (laughs) I can't remember if it was the fourth or fifth phone call I made. And I said, is this the ramen distress center? <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, Sarah, it was my phone call when I was like, oh, I don't know the answer to this. But um, she referred me to the Just One Cookbook website, which had all of the info on it. And it was fairly straightforward and easy. She guided me through the TNT supermarket and helped me get all my ingredients. <laughs> And uh, it turned out, it was so much fun to make. Oh, good. I will definitely do that again. Yay. No question about it. I have some of the broth left over and I put it in jars in the fridge and I still have some noodles left over. Can I keep it in the fridge for a few days and make it up for the kids again? Because they really liked it. Or is it something that can only be used once? Um, It depends how long it's going to be between now and then. But I don't know. I always say a good safe bet is three days. Okay. And then if it's over three days, then just put it in the freezer. Ah. Mm. Well, I think it'll all be gone in in three days time. Yeah, there you go. Ah. And you're good. You're good for it in the fridge. It's not going to last long. Oh my gosh, it was so good. And everyone was like really excited about it. The kids loved it. We ate it with the chopsticks that you borrowed to me. And the kids loved that yeah no it was it was great I had so much fun and my husband did all the plating of the bowls while I was cooking the noodles up the noodles didn't get soggy I was very careful I did the constant tasting that you said so yeah it was awesome nice like I'm so excited that someone else (laughs) made ramen from scratch My my grandmother was so impressed. She was like, this is like, I've never eaten this. Like, this is so good. They loved the eggs that oh, were marinated. Yeah. And my mom really loved it because they used to travel around and stuff in Southeast Asia. And right. so flavors are familiar to them right, right, right. really long ago. Yeah. And so she was she was excited about it. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it was it was so good. I yeah. I will definitely do it again. Awesome. No question about it. It's a little bit of time, mm-hmm. but 
you can prep everything beforehand, which exactly. was really nice. Yeah. And so when it came down to serving dinner, it was, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. It was, you know, everything was kind of already done and really enjoyed it. And the kids loved it. Or my son oh, was really, really happy about it. So good, good, good. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and you made chashu too, right? Which is like a braised pork belly. Yeah. And how was that? Is that all gone? It's all gone. My husband counted out exactly how many pieces would evenly go in everyone's bowl. Yeah. And then he snacked on the rest. Oh. <laughs> He's like, oh, well, I have to test this out. And he was like, oh, this is really good. <laughs> yeah. And really tender, right? By the end of that. It was really good. I would like to try the rolled method next time because... I mean, why not make this more challenging? Because <laughs> it's pretty. The rolled method is really pretty when you cut it. You get those little like medallion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Glad it went well thinking of you last night. Because also when it's your kid's birthday, sometimes they're like particular about, you know, what they have for dinner and their cake and how it goes. And you would hate for them to be like, mm, I don't really like this on their birthday. <laughs> I know. Yeah. When the kids got home, I had already made the broth. And so my son walked in and he smelt and he was like I think I'm gonna like dinner tonight it smells good <laughs> nice <laughs> and I was like oh well hopefully as long as you like it <laughs> yeah. yeah your cake turned out my cake was okay I don't know I I was I loved the ramen so much I didn't really care about the cake <laughs> <laughs> the ramen was the star <laughs> There was one piece left over, so they got a little bit extra in their lunches today. Oh, nice. What kind of cake? I made a spice cake with a, a brown butter, oh, buttercream wow. icing. That sounds really good. I feel like it was okay. Oh. I don't know. I just, I loved the ramen so much. I just didn't even care about the cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. So that was fun. So Heather, I hear you're doing something. Doing something. I'm doing something. <laughs> I hear you're doing something. It's about time. All summer, I've been doing nothing. <laughs> I've been doing nothing. Uh, this is something that I have wanted to do for a long time. So I'm kind of, well, I'm curious. I don't know if I'm excited, but we'll see how it goes. Mm -hmm. So a few years ago, I got a, an electric dehydrator that you put on your countertop. And the first thing I thought was I wanted to make jerky but I've never made it. I've made dried fruit. I've dried vegetables, kale chips. I even dehydrated turkey chili for our backcountry camping. Mm -hmm. That's right. Worked out great, but I have not done the jerky that I initially really wanted the dehydrator for. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try beef jerky. Mm. It's a little intimidating. I have to say because of the food safety factor, yes. I just, I don't want to mess it up. Right. I'm a little hesitant, but it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It is. Have either of you ever made jerky? No. No. You can make it in your oven and you can also smoke it if you had a smoker. But since I have the dehydrator and I can just plug it in on the countertop and leave it, that's better for me. I don't want to have the oven on for, you know, all that amount of time. That's the one thing I've noticed before with any sort of dehydrating or drying stuff in your oven. It's low temperature and it's all day it's like hours and hours and hours yeah. isn't it yeah and it's sometimes hard to as we've discovered before hard to regulate that temperature in your oven mm, sometimes yeah mm -hmm. so i hope the dehydrator is better in that regard because i can just set the temperature and theoretically it stays consistent i don't know we'll see you know i once tried to make apple leather or something like an applesauce that you dehydrate to right. kind of make 
like a healthier fruit roll up. And this was a long time ago and I didn't really fully read the recipe and I made all the applesauce and got all the stuff and put it in the oven. And it was like, now leave it at this temperature for eight to 12 hours. And I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah, I did the same and it came out sticky and kind of goopy. Like it didn't work really. Did yours in the end? Yeah, it, it didn't work out great. When I was a kid, my mom had a dehydrator that my dad actually built. So it was like a box with trays and each tray was a screen. Um, and then he, and I believe it was just powered by a light bulb. That was the heat source. It didn't, you couldn't adjust the temperature. You could, but she made all kinds of amazing stuff in that thing. Oh my God. That's she so made fruit cool. leather that was like perfect, like fruit roll up. And we ate that stuff like all summer long. And she dried everything in that homemade DIY dehydrator. Including meat? Uh, you know, I don't know if she ever did meat. But I remember like banana chips and nice, um, like all kinds of dried fruit. I think she probably just did fruit, but she managed the leather and everything in there with a light bulb. What a nice story. I like that. No kidding. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, anyway, jerky. There's a few steps to this process. You have to choose the right sort of meat. That was my first question. Yeah. You can't have any fat. So it needs to be a super lean. In this case, I'm going to focus on beef. I haven't really investigated. I know you can do other, you can do white meat, but I just looked at red meat recipes. And you can also do salmon, which I thought would be kind of fun to maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe I'll try like that, you know, salmon, candied salmon. Yes. I love that stuff. So maybe I'll try that if this works. So round flank, chuck, rump roast, brisket, something like that. That's lean. You just trim the fat. It's not marbled. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Freeze it at least partially to make it easier to cut because you want consistent thin slices so that it hopefully dries at roughly the same amount of time. And most people say between a quarter inch and half inch thick, I would think thinner, the better. And then roughly the same width and length, like your pieces should be fairly uniform so that they dry. Oh, this sounds like a lot of fun knife skills. (laughs) So there's a bit of prep here. Uh, yeah, so slicing it all up and then um, it marinates. In fact, one recipe I saw that I thought was interesting, it wasn't actually a recipe so much as it's just a method. They pre-soak the meat in vinegar for 10 minutes at the beginning, which kills off bacteria that may that may have come in contact during the handling of it. It also takes out that smell. So usually I use sake for that. You know, that sort of that gamey smell sometimes that meat can give out. So I I find that when you do that, it really, and then you start marinating after. Oh, interesting. I've never done that before. Some people use milk as well, but I don't. And then as with everything, there's a hundred recipes that you can find for different flavor combinations. Nice. Most of them, I would say, have soy sauce as a base. Mm. And then any combination of spices, um, some have liquid smoke, some have whiskey, some have, I mean, I've I've even seen root beer. I've seen like, you know, sky's the limit. So I just have to narrow down. Oh, you haven't picked yet? No, there's so many. I don't know. It's hard, right? Yeah. Yeah. All kinds of options for me to figure out which recipe I want to use. It marinates for overnight, basically. Longer the better, as with most marinades. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then when you take it out, you're kind of drying off. You don't want it wet. Add it with paper towels and kind of dry the outside of it. Put it in your dehydrator at 160 degrees 
Fahrenheit seems to be the consensus. Might be different if you're using your oven. Right. So just check the recipe, I guess, what you're using. And then I believe it's four to six hours. It kind of depends on your meat. Oh, that's a way shorter amount of time. Way shorter. I was just going to say, like, that's not bad at all. No. So you're looking at, right now, you're looking for timing. You're looking at the manual that came with your dehydrator. Yes. So I'm looking at the little instructions in my dehydrator manual. But I mean, all the recipes basically say the same thing. Okay. Check it after four hours and then every 30 minutes after just to keep on top of it and make sure it's not um, too dry. Okay. They say it should bend and mm -hmm. crack. You know, we've all eaten jerky. We know it kind of cracks, but doesn't like snap. Kind of tears. Yeah, it tears. That's fibrous and kind of white in right, the middle. Right, right, right. Okay. Okay. I'm going to have to just feel it out and see. I have found in the past when recipes give me a time for the dehydrator, it often takes longer. Mm -hmm. So you're looking probably more toward the six hour mark. I would guess. And then at the end, after you take it out, you put it in the oven. So you do, let me see here. You bake it for 10 to 12 minutes at 275. Okay. I don't really know the reason for that. So I'm, maybe I'll do it a bit of investigating, but all the recipes always say at the end that you put it in the oven. Maybe that's just to like seal it. Maybe the outside maybe has to be a different dryness than the inside. Yeah, I was going to say the outside is usually a little bit crispier than the inside. Maybe that helps create that. I don't know. I mean, listen, it sounds pr pretty easy. <laughs> Anything can go yeah, wrong. I'm excited to hear what marinade you use or what flavor it's going to be. What's your, do you guys have like a favorite, if you were to buy jerky, you'd look for? Like, I like, of course, spices and garlicky and like all those mm -hmm. kind of. Yeah, I like smoky. Smoky sounds great. Yeah. Don't you have more whiskey left from uh, the ice cream? <laughs> I do. Let's see. That was in the dehydrator book here. It was one of the recipes. Let's see what else is in there. Liquid smoke and whiskey. I think that would be like, oof. It's root beer, mm. whiskey, molasses. Brown sugar, soy sauce, liquid smoke, garlic, and chili. See, that sounds so good. Sounds kind of sweet and spicy, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So good. Maybe I'll try that one. Another boozy episode. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Although I'm pretty sure it won't. It'll cook off. But I do have the whiskey. Sorry, friend who recommended it to me. I've not had drinks with it. You can just sip on it as you make your jer jerky for six hours. Yeah, and it's almost whiskey <laughs> sipping season here. Yeah. The was... weather's cooling off, so. <clears throat> and if you don't know how to do that, just invite me and I'll help you. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so there you go. I'm going to make it. I believe you can keep it, uh, like put it in a Ziploc bag and keep it for a couple weeks. Like where? In your fridge? Mm, it might last a little longer in the fridge, but I think you can just keep it as long as it's not too hot in your house. So you're um, saying you can keep it in your pantry for one to two weeks? Oh, okay. Keep it. Like it doesn't last. It's not going to keep in your pantry as long as the store-bought stuff with the preservatives in it. Main things seem to be around the fat. Like make sure there's no fat because the fat right. will not dry properly and it'll go rancid. That's the that's the worry. Ooh, snacks at school pickup. Erin? Yeah. Beef jerky. If I can get it done over the weekend, maybe next week we'll start the week off with jerky. Do the kids like jerky? Would they eat it in their lunches? My kids love jerky, actually. Yeah. So I think they probably would. Yeah. And then there's so many different flavors to try. So you can start a whole thing now, like 
today could be whiskey next week it could be like every week (laughs) (laughs) why not our favorite thing to date i think i've told you this before to dehydrate that we've done is kiwi Mm. oh yeah slice them up and it's like candy it's the best best thing i remember when you first got it for a while every time we came over you know, every other day there was like a new food to taste that you would bring out of what you've mm-hmm. done. Yeah, the kiwis were really tasty. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. We'll we'll come back and we'll have tried our jerky snacks and we'll have a verdict. Oh, I can't wait to see how the flavoring, what you choose and how it turns out. This sounds mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Whiskey. Can this be like can this be like our pasta maker that moves around? Maybe we can just move the we can pass the dehydrator around. You can borrow it anytime you want. Most of the time it just sits on the shelf. So anytime you want to dry something. Awesome. There you go. That's what I'm going to make. And that's what I'm going to eat. I'm looking forward to having packages dropped off on my doorstep again. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I I love it when you bring it to school during pickup because that's the time when I'm really hungry because I haven't haven't eaten and I'm in a rush. and, And then you guys bring something and I'm like, oh, thank God. Someone's feeding me. Someone was smarter than me. Yay for season two. We're back to sharing and tasting and caring. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Get cooking. At ATB, we make banking work for you. With expert and practical advice in everyday banking and investment planning expertise and management services with ATB Wealth, you can be confident that you're making smart choices when it comes to your money. We have a history of doing what's right for our clients, especially when times are tough, because ATB was built to help all burdens. For more information, visit atb.com. Let's see if I remember how I made jerky like five days ago or whatever it was <laughs> let's pick your brain way way back to five days ago way way back okay so I used a recipe that's in the instruction book for my food dehydrator because okay. there's a few in here right it's a, a Hamilton Beach food dehydrator if anybody cares um works fine it's very basic not fancy and there's some instructions in here about dehydrating jerky. And then there mm. were some recipes. And the one recipe was the whiskey beef jerky. And that seemed to sound good to everybody. Yeah. So that's the one I made. It has in it root beer, <gasps> whiskey, molasses, brown sugar, soy sauce, oh, root liquid beer. smoke, okay. garlic powder, chili powder. So a lot of sweet stuff happening in there with root beer, whiskey, Mm -hmm. molasses, sugar. To me, it seemed like, wow, this is very sweet and Mm -hmm. super dark, Mm -hmm. right? Like the color, even of the marinade was like black. (laughs) My my son was helping me. He was like mixing it up as I was making the marinade. And he was like, wow, this is, (laughs) this looks like, like ink, black as ink. (laughs) blank ink and quite a bit of liquid smoke two tablespoons which mm-hmm. to me seemed like a lot of liquid smoke in one yeah they don't come in very big bottles that stuff's strong yeah no that is that stuff is strong right mm-hmm. so um i think when i ate it i think i could taste pretty much mm-hmm. all of those things oh sarah what's the puppy doing her face <laughs> It's okay. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) 
okay. It's probably more interesting than jerky, but <laughs> okay. Is today's episode uh, a little right. so. dry? <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> thank you. It totally is. It totally is in a few different ways. <laughs> so the first, the first thing is to trim any fat. You want super lean meat. I think I talked about that. Um, I had, it might've been flank. Okay. It might've been flank steak. I think okay. it was flank. Cause that's what I could find at Costco that had the least amount of fat and was a decent uh, price for two mm-hmm. pounds of meat. So mm-hmm. you trim the fat. So first you're going to put it, wrap it up and put it in the freezer for a little bit. So it's not totally solid, but cold enough to slice. I think thin. that's the key right. for slicing all meat. Like if it's a little bit frozen, yeah. Yeah. especially if you want it, yeah. it makes thin. handling yeah. it way easier. So it's not slipping around on your cutting board and yeah. Yeah, I agree. So most recipes say to cut along the grain of the meat. So I did that. So, sorry, most recipes tell you to cut along the grain. Yes, with the grain. So I did. Well, you want it to like hold together. So you want those like strings of meat to be in a... Yes, and then you marinate it. But I felt that that was the thing I would do differently. I would cut against the grain to make it easier to eat once it's dry. Like, I feel like you kind of have to like pull it apart into strings to eat it. Once I tried it the first time I cut it into little squares yeah because when it's a a long strip like that it's hard you can't bite through or even if you cut it like at an angle yeah yeah I could see that because that was the one thing I thought "Mm, I don't like how it turned out because it's Mm -hmm. hard to eat it's a good idea to cut it though I would probably do that with the what I have left of mine uh okay so I marinated this overnight it was probably about I don't know, in the end, it was probably about 14 hours or so because I just left it until the next day when I had a chance. Take it out, dry it off with like paper towels, put it in the dehydrator. And the recipe says for four to eight hours at 160 degrees Fahrenheit. I set it for four. So when it turned off, I went and checked it It was not done, but it would look like jerky already. Like it Hmm. dried quite quickly. And then I checked it every 30 minutes afterwards so I didn't end up with like brittle (laughs) overdried and in the end I decided to take it out at six and a half hours and then you put it in the oven at 275 for 10 to 12 minutes and what does that again I forget I'm not exactly sure but I think it has something to do with just making sure all that bacteria is like it's heated to a certain temperature. It really didn't change to my, that I could tell from the dehydrator stage to the 10 to 12 minutes in the oven state. Like it seemed the same. So I'm not really exactly sure. And there you go. I mean, it's super easy. It doesn't take that long. You just kind of put it in the dehydrator and walk away for a number of hours. So, I mean, it's an easy way to make the snack if this is a snack that you like to munch on. Were you able to fit all the two pounds into your dehydrator easily. Yep. It all fit. I wondered about Mm. that too, because it looked like a lot, but I think there's five trays in my dehydrator. So I filled it all up and just depending on the site, like you want them to be fairly uniform. So they all dry roughly the same amount, like same length of time. But I ended up, you know, you had a few end pieces that were shorter or whatever that seemed to dry a little quicker. So you just kind of have to watch them, check them all and take out. Oh, you did do that then? Yeah. Because I didn't want some to be 
crispy by the time the bigger pieces were done, right? And that's it. That's what you, that's your jerky. Then you can save it. The book says, I don't know if it'll last as long in my house anyways, but up to two months in an airtight container at room temperature, or you can refrigerate it, keep a little longer. So I actually put mine in the fridge just in case. I'll have to remember to give it to the kids. But what did you guys think of it? The texture was perfect, I thought. And then the flavor was just total winner. So I had some when you dropped it off. I had some. The kids had it. The husband had it. The kids wanted it in their lunches the next day. And thankfully, I forgot all about it. And so I just had more just before this episode, (laughs) this recording now I know it was root beer that I was tasting because I couldn't put my finger. I'm like, what was that? What is that? I get the root beer, but I love oh. the bourbon in it. Um, again, this is like the second time you've made something with bourbon. And I actually, bourbon is like my least favorite whiskey. And I've loved everything you've made with bourbon in it. I actually <laughs> like that as a flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead so, of a so drink. good. I, yeah. Totally. You should make more and give me more. And thank you. <laughs> It was also the same comment in our house that the flavor was good and that it was hard to eat. That was the overall, yeah, chopping it into smaller pieces seemed to help with that. I could have gone for something spicier. Honestly, I kind of like it when it's a bit spicier. Yeah, I like the smokiness of it. Um, I thought that liquid smoke was going to be overpowering and like too much, but I didn't think it was. I thought it was... I thought the smokiness was good. I like the bourbon flavor, but I'm with you. I would have liked a kick of, you know, little heat. There was a lot of sweet and it would have been well complimented by the heat. But I thought it was complimented by the soy sauce. I thought that was really like it. So there was no, maybe no kick maybe, but then there was that like slight saltiness and everything was slight, was slightly sweet and slightly salty. And I like that. So it was And it wasn't too strong in anything. But it came together. It just didn't have Mm -hmm. that spice would have been good. And obviously, we all know you can make lots of spicy, like even just in this book, Mm. there's a Cajun. You can put I think you can put pretty much anything, whatever flavor profile you like with a red meat, right? Like, so all the flavors you Mm -hmm. use and just add some spice to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or even like pepper. Like, I wonder if you could just sprinkle pepper on it while it's wet, like before it dries. Like have cracked pepper on it or something. Maybe that would... Like right before you put it into the dehydrator? That'd be pretty tasty. I think if you put it on your trays, put cracked pepper over top and don't touch it, then as it starts to dry, it releases or like it starts to kind of sweat. You can see it as it starts to dehydrate. It's releasing moisture. So then I think the pepper would stick to it. I like your theory. Although I'm afraid I would just sneeze the entire time your dehydrator's on. Because I don't know what it is. Every time I bring pepper out, (laughs) like I barely need to get near it. And it's like I sneeze and I sneeze and I... (laughs) Okay, you react to pepper like that. I always thought that was just like in cartoons that... You guys don't sneeze from pepper? No. No. Oh, and I thought I was normal. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe both of us are not normal. I guess I'm the odd man out here. Oh. Interesting. Now I don't want to admit these things. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, I've said too much. I've said it's a, too much. It's a safe space. <laughs> safe space, Erin. You're fine. Well, I maybe I will try it again at some point, but I don't know that this was like, oh my, I'll never buy jerky again because I'm gonna make it myself. Like I I don't know. I thought it was the best jerky I've ever tasted, especially that crap that I buy from the store. I don't want that oh. now. 
I loved it. I thought it was mild. Wow. Thank you. But flavorful and like full of different, I don't, I like, I could taste the soy sauce and I could taste bourbon. I couldn't taste, I couldn't figure out what I was tasting, but now I know it's root beer and, and all these fun things. I thought it was very good. I would prefer to have this over the stuff at the store. Yeah. Because whenever I look at the packages at the store, they've always got, you know, tons of sodium in it. Mm-hmm. And I look at the preservatives and mm-hmm. I almost never buy jerky. I mean, I enjoy it, but I'm always like, ah, uh, and I feel like crap after I eat too much of it mm. because it's so salty and I get really thirsty and, ugh, you know, it's never something that I default to for a snack because I'm like, ugh. They're selling that this is like a healthy, good snack and it's just full of crap. So I would rather know what I'm putting into it and just make Mm -hmm. it myself. Mm -hmm. Well, you don't need a dehydrator. You can also make it in the oven. Just look up a recipe for oven jerky because then you'll know what temperature. Cool. You'd have to look at it, but I know it's possible. Or you can borrow my dehydrator. There you go. And make that big grin on Aaron's face. I might do that. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you liked it. And I, I mean, I did too. I just wasn't like wowed. This was a good experiment, but I don't know that I was wowed by it. Okay. Well, there you go. Go make some jerky. A little low key, little (laughs) low key jerky episode for you guys. (laughs) Oh, I just kind of want to curl up and have a nap. Relax. In a robe with slippers. (laughs) My smoking jacket. Kids are in school. Husbands are at work. It's fancy time. Get fancy. That's right. Why not? And now for the fine print. We at Three Kitchens gratefully acknowledge we are telling these stories in the traditional territories of the Treaty 7 Nations in Southern Alberta and the Métis Nation of Alberta, Region 3. We honor the rich tradition of oral storytellers on this land who have come before us. You can find pictures and recipe links on Instagram and Facebook at Three Kitchens Podcast. If you like and subscribe on your podcast player, that helps more people find us. I never heard of root beer and beef jerky before, but it tasted pretty good.